All right, everybody. Welcome back. It's uh, Lizzie Liz, as you know, and this is quarter before noon. Uh, Happy New Year. Last time we spoke, it was prior to the new year. So happy new year. Um, I got my lovely special co-host here. Um, You know, the familiar, the normal one. Hey, what up, what up? What up, what up? It's so funny because every time I'm I'm talking about her Mm -hmm. and like whenever I say your name, (laughs) I always have to switch it up because... I'm used to calling her one name, but when I introduce her or she introduces herself, it's her name. Yes, it's Malay. 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 Um, and so it just makes me laugh because I like have to switch in my brain what I call her to what everybody knows her by. Full switch, yeah. Yeah, full switch. Um, how was your New Year's? Can you talk to me or right? Oh yeah, no, I'm talking to you. <laughs> It was a question for the audience. I mean, how was your New Year's? If you listen to this podcast, please let me know. Did you stay in? Did you go out? Did you get lit? Did you get lit on apple cider? What? Did you whip some fireworks? Hey. What? I'm telling you. Okay, so my New Year's, answering your question, um, it was pretty, like, mellow. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely not the New Year's, like, back home, Hawaii. Mm -hmm. It was was cool. Quiet. Mm, like Arizona okay. was quiet. What what goes on in the HI? Girl, in the HI 808. 808. If y'all don't know anything about it, y'all go on YouTube, go to like put hashtag whole New Year's 808. Like right. you will see. It's probably going viral right now. Um oh, dang. Um, but there's so like the whole island um is lit. From west side, east side, mama side, Eva side, like you know, it's just everyone is celebrating. You have people uh, parking on a freeway, on a highway, watching fireworks. And everyone, it's like the whole island is just like every resident on every street. <laughs> street. Every store owner. <laughs> they're all popping, like setting up fireworks and it's all up in the sky. The whole sky Ooh. is lit. It's just really noisy. Everyone is doing the fountain, which is the chi and you know what time do they start these festivities yo they start um well legally by law <laughs> legally by law it's supposed to start at 9pm but everybody starts like you know 7 oh like when the sun goes 8, down 8 yes oh okay um kids have their morning glories they're popping fireworks oh. they're you know yeah so oh the, the little yes so yeah um new year's I was with Elizabeth we were at home enjoying it was actually our first time. new year's together yeah and um, it was definitely really interesting not to have, um, you know, the pressure of being um, like cooking for people, um, you know, have to host or entertain people mm-hmm. or have a conversation, you know, just talk, just say hello. It was just us watching 90 films, movies. It was great. It was it was a beautiful time, mm-hmm. um, which leads us into what we're going to talk about. So over. OK. I should say over the break for us because we both, um, I guess, I guess I can say it now, but <laughs> I work at a school. It's <laughs> just so we are clear on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Malay also works at a school. And so we had winter break. Um, I was working from home, so, um, still was working, but 
kind of, you know, resting, working, resting, working. Um, but she was off. So we were like, you know what? Let's have a movie-cation. Mm-hmm. And let's watch all these different movies. And some of them were planned. Some of them we didn't plan. Some of them were like, oh, my gosh, have you ever seen this movie? And I was like, no. And I realized that I, there's a lot of movies that I have not seen. She was like, oh, did you watch this movie in the 90s? And I'm like, no. No, I didn't. But um, yeah, we just wanted to kind of tell you a little bit about our movies that we watched. Maybe our favorite movie of the movies that we watched that she listed. Um, and kind of maybe like our our takeaways from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Malay, what would you say was your favorite movie that we watched during the break? That's hard. I know. Let me say my top threes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Top threes will definitely be Encanto. Woo-woo. Encanto. Oh, my gosh. Encanto. I just feel like it sounds weird when you say Encanto. Right. Encanto. Like, you have to say it with an accent. Encanto. Like, encanto. You know, say it right or just don't say it at all. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> say it right or don't. <laughs> so, definitely Encanto. Um, West Side Story. Oh. oh, my goodness. The new one. The new one. She hasn't seen the original, which I we haven't. are gonna, we are planning to watch the original. Yes, I'm glad I watched the, this one though. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way, when I do critique, I can like see how the original film went. Right. So, um, yeah. So definitely West Side Story, and um, the last one would be Bird Box, <laughs> <laughs> which I watched it, but because Elizabeth uh, didn't watch it, I was like, Yo, you have to watch this movie right and it was um yeah new year's eve i was like okay why don't we start with the right. suspense a suspense movie <laughs> right and then and go then happy go happy <laughs> yeah because we don't want to end on a suspense yes which i felt like a i side note i felt like i was in a box because i know this movie came out in 2019 and everybody and their mamas was talking about it oh bird box oh bird box and i'd see all the gifs gifs mm-hmm. whatever you call it and with the blindfolds let me tell you i saw it and so okay so why were those your three favorite movies of the movies we watched um because each um they're all different like you have um you know uh and on disney animation um it's very colorful um you have the um oh my gosh the the songs like lin-manuel miranda i mean come on genius don't talk about bruno like oh my goodness like it's catchy, it's original, um, and then like the story behind it. And then you have West Side Story, that it's a remake. And um, do I know if they did a great job? Um, I mean, the movie was great. Mm-hmm. You know, you have- um, It got a really high score. It got an actually classified score on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Which is big, because if you know Rotten Tomatoes, it's a film critic site, uh-huh. and they, they rate very heavily. And so they, they wow. said that it was, it was a classified Rotten Tomato, wow. which means that it was in a top category. It really did take me back. Like, they brought me into that, in the time era. And um, I was like, like, we were commenting, oh gosh, I love that jersey. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, yo, I really love the way that the, um, you know, the um, the color of the film. It wasn't mm-hmm. like um, present day. Right. It literally stayed, stayed true to the time, true to the um, the film colors, true to everything. Um, so that, I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, we were singing. <laughs> I came out the theater and I was like, did my whole scene. Right. Um, I was dying of laughter too. You, you should have been there. <laughs> um, and then you have Bird Box. <clears throat> yeah. Where, 
you have this suspense movie and it's just um talks about this the fear um definitely not a joyful movie a <laughs> no. colorful movie like no. the other two but even the colors in it are very like plain yeah. and dark and just it's like it's like it's like a like a little grayish like you know color to the background right, like an overtone it's it's definitely um a movie to watch if y'all didn't have to watch it right um, watch it man right um but it was really good because of the message behind it um and the emotions and the decisions they made mm-hmm. and um it makes you put you into that time like what would you do if right. if that was to happen um, how would you act how would you act? how would you react yeah like um you know, like while <laughs> so, I feel like I'm talking a lot, um, but no, you're good. Um, so with Bird Box, we talk about this. Like one, we um, there's this one scene um, where you know uh, Mallory and, and girl and boy, they're on this small boat, this right. rowing boat, and it's there on the river, and it's just like like foggy out. And they're just rolling down the boat. And they have a long way to go. They have a long way. And they're blindfolded, okay? And <laughs> then they hear this story, this this man's voice. And the whisper is like, open your, open. Take a look. It's okay. Mallory. Mallory. And it's just like, I told her, I stopped. I was like, yo, this is like the rivers of difficulty, the rivers of temptation. Like when you're going, when you're going through some things, you know, you, and you're trying to go straight. You know, you're trying to paddle, you're trying to, you have the oar in your hand and you're trying to paddle straight, but then you have those whispers trying to take you away and trying to have you deter you. Deter you. Deter, deter. Yes. There detour. you go. Detour. That word. <laughs> but they're trying to have you open your eyes to their truth. Mm-hmm. Not the truth, not, you know, as for us, for those who don't know, like, you know, we're talking about biblical, um, a biblical concept here. You know, believing in Jesus Christ, who we believe and know that is the truth, the way in life. And so when I talk about the whispers and that man who was telling Mallory, like, hey, open up, like, open your eyes, see the truth, see right. the light. I looked at it as like, yo, that's your truth. That's your life. But it's so tempting because you're blindfolded. And it reminds me of that scripture when it says, you know, we shall walk by faith and not by mm, sight. That's good. And it's like she's rowing down, down the river with her two kids who are her purpose. She's trying to protect that and protect them. Spoiler alert. So, sorry, y'all. It's 2022. Y'all need to watch it all. It's, it's not my fault. There's some people who are like me who haven't seen it. Okay, thank you. But I'm trying to, you know, it's like going down that boat. You're trying, you have these two uh, children. Right. Your purpose, your promises that you're mm. trying to protect. And here you have the enemy saying, Yo, open your eyes because what happens if she if she would have opened her eyes she would have died and left the promise and the wow. and, and, and the purpose alone they don't they don't have a body to help them they don't have someone to to guide them right. they're like there's no use for them um so it just made me really think about that like so every time we're like yo when we go through some rivers of difficulties when we know that we're feeling tempted we're gonna send each other that scene and say, "Hey, you remember this scene? Remember, don't give in. Like, don't give in. Don't open. Don't your give Bible. in. <laughs> don't do not open. If, your if eyes. she didn't do it and she was gonna die, right? Then and then there's a part where uh, you know she lost the gun and she just found the machete 
And she just swung, and she just like literally hit blindly like, swinging. Blindly it. She's like swinging. And so I was telling Elizabeth, I was like, Elizabeth, like when you're on your fast and you're feeling tempted, you're feeling like you're having an attitude, go to your room, go to your boat, and you better bring out that machete, that that Bible, and you better swing. You better swing that machete. <laughs> oh my god. You better swing it at that temptation. You better and you better use that word. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. You know what? I, but I also thought about right now as you were talking about it, um, when Jesus was tempted, mm. when he was tempted by Satan and Satan was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and taking scripture out of context. But like if if Jesus mm-hmm. was any of us, he would have how he was blinded to what the what the enemy was saying. Mm. If he was any of us. He might have been like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll make these stones into bread. Like, I'm hungry. I'm fasting. I'm, you know what I'm saying? And so just made me think of that because he was blinded, I feel like, by the Holy Spirit. And and also he was Jesus. Yeah. He had the Holy Spirit inside of him. But just for that fact of, like, he didn't give in to that. Mm-hmm. Even though the enemy was right there in his ear. Like, come on, just do it. Just, you're, you're God. And, like, he didn't. He's like, no, I'm not listening to you. And also that's not what the scripture says. Yeah, and I think, I believe the big um, reason why he didn't listen to him was because he had the word in him. Mm -hmm. He spent time with the Father. He spent time, he actually invested his time. When people was asleep, he woke up self-disciplined. He woke up and he um, he woke up before dawn and he he prayed. I knew you were going to say before dawn. I'm like, oh. (laughs) And even, one thing I really admire about um, about the Lord is when, he was in a crowd mm. and they all were saying jesus you're the king be our king you're the king of jews like let's go and overrule um you know overrule the um, that their kingdom take our kingdom back he literally had every opportunity to say yes i am your king lift me up but he didn't he yeah. didn't want to do it that way he slipped away from the crowd and he went, he humbled himself and he went into, into prayer. And for me, it's just like, it's, it would take a lot of guts. Cause my prayer would have been like, yo, my, these people need me. Right. They need what I got. They need me. I, I'm needed. Yes, <laughs> Do you I'm know needed. that? Do you know I'm needed? I'm <laughs> <laughs> pride. Oh, oh man. But yeah, so the red box, I mean, red box. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. The bird. the bird box it's definitely it's it's a great movie it is you have to uh, like i would say if you haven't watched it yet prepare yourself that this is a very suspenseful yet dark mm-hmm. yet uh kind of like apocalyptic right with, with no zombies no zombies no zombies no like you know weird yeah weird stuff where they're biting your brain out right Um, none of that i feel like it was a very practical message like you know everything was real like Mm -hmm. you know it's a real right real thing right but um speaking of you know the movies like what was your takeaway like from bird box or from any of them let's start from bird box since we're talking about okay um my takeaway was just even in the midst of trials and what goes on in your life how you react is is huge Mm. um i think that these people were going through a really really rough time a lot of them lost people that they loved whether it was 
sibling, wife, whoever. Um, and even just as they were confined together, they started losing each other. And so some of them handled it really well. Some of them, you saw the real compassion and they wanted to help. And other people were just like, nah, every man for himself. Mm-hmm. And I think that speaks to where we at, where we're at sometimes is that when situations arise, are you going to rise to kindness? Or are you going to mm-hmm. rise to doing what's in your own best interest? Because yeah. those are two different, those are two different systems. Yeah. And which one are you, are you going to, are you going to act like Jesus? Are you going to be one of the people that people are like, you need Jesus? Like, are you going to act like him? Or are you going to, are you going to look like you need him? Because <laughs> you clearly don't, don't that's have enough good. of him, you know? Are you going to act with him or are you going to be the one that's going to be needing him? Right. That, that, I mean, like, we all need him, but, like, you know. So. Yeah, but not all have him, though. That, I mean, that's true. Yeah. That's why their shirt does say, y'all need Jesus. Y'all need him. Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we all need Jesus, definitely. I agree with you. Like, you, like there's, there were so many, um, like, parts in the movie where you saw people being selfish and they just, you know, left. Uh, because they saw that one strategy worked and they wanted to keep it to themselves. Right. Um, and man, it is hard. What would you do? How would you, when you, when you're in the midst of, um, you know, grief, mix of emotions. Of I thought you were going to say fasting. No. <laughs> like, you know, like talking about the movie, like what, yeah. what would you do? And I think it does play a big part as to like, um, you know, what do you believe in? Right. Um, because so, yeah. I want to say, I want to say that I I react with kindness, that I be compassionate, and I think I try to live my life in that way, and you do too as well. Um, but sometimes when you know, like the rubble hits the road, like, am I actually going to be that person? Like, mm-hmm. I want to be, and I pray that I am, yeah. but I haven't been put in that situation like they did in Bird Box, and like, you know, I'm sure that there were people even in that scenario that they probably thought we're going to act differently and then they started acting selfish. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So we're going to um, transition to Encanto. Encanto. What was your takeaway in that movie? Oh, oh my gosh. Also, can I just say that those were probably my top three movies as well in that order too, yes. probably. But we had been hearing about Encanto Encanto. And um, we had talked about going to the movies to see it, but we're like, yo, it's on Disney Plus. We should just, you know, save our money. So we watched on Disney Plus. Um, and I just, I think, I just loved all the colors first and foremost. I love the colors. The characters were really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me that like was hard for me and kind of brought tears to my eyes was just, um, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to try not to spoil it either, but <laughs> all of them. So the whole magical family has gifts um, that they've been given uh, from the miracle light. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh my gosh, what is her name? The main girl. Mirabel. Mirabel. Um, she ends up not having a gift. And so um, she feels really displaced and out of just like looks at her family and is like wow like I don't really see where I fit in because I'm not gifted like my sister who does this I'm not gifted Mm -hmm. like my sister who does that I'm not I'm not gifted in any way and like 
what does this mean for my life? And and so I had a talk with Malay and I was like, yo, I, I can relate to this because I've sat at several tables and have felt like, where do I even belong? I'm like, what I I'm like, I can clearly see their giftings. I can clear <coughs> Woo. <coughs> Woo! I'm good. I'm healed. No COVID. Um <laughs> like that needed to be said um but yeah I was going somewhere uh where was I going yes thank you um yeah just being with at the table with other people who I'm like I could clearly see their giftings Mm -hmm. and like you know people are like oh Liz but you have and I just can't see it for myself Mm -hmm. and it, it took Mirabel to come to a place of hardship and this and that and finding and discovering where she found like no this this is my gifting this this is what I was meant to do and so for me I was like wow like it may not be like this person or this person or this person but what I have inside of me is unique my gifting my my talents how he how the Lord has made me is unique to me I can't I can't take on what Malay has I can't take on what my mom has I can't take on what my sister has None of those people, like, their gifting is their own. Mm-hmm. And, like, they've also had to struggle to be at that place where they've gotten that gift. Yeah. And so in the movie, you see that, too. You see that they have these really great gifts, but the back the back end of it is where they have struggles, where people don't always get to see that, where they don't show that because they have to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I love how you said that they... They weren't, people don't um, see the struggle. And I love how, um, you know, Mita Bell was able to have these conversations because she didn't have, um, you know, any gifts. And um, you're able to see that we all go through some things. And um, and it just, it, it does remind me of like, you know, the church, the body of Christ. Um, and it just reminds me how each body, um, a member they all have different gifts whether it's um you know whether it's the fivefold ministry or just uh you know the gifts but at the same time it's like we each carry something we may not see it then um but what i love the um the message is that we are not our gift mm-hmm. we are more than our gift yeah <clears throat> and um one thing i really and i love how that's something we talked about too yes one thing i really do admire about me Bell is that she still stayed in her family. She didn't leave. And a lot of people in the church, a lot of people in the family, mm-hmm. uh, when they feel out of place, they leave the right. church. Or they uh, they don't go to church. They leave their family. Or right. they don't acknowledge their family. Right. They or they don't know how to celebrate, to celebrate other people's other giftings. People. There you go. Because Mirabel did that so well. She did like, that so People great. were like, Mirabel, what's your gift? And she's like, let me tell you about my sister. Right. Let me tell you about my uncle. Let me tell you about my mom. And, um, and I feel like she had to celebrate so that way she don't have to become um you know that right. you know, bitter right but at the same time with her doing that um she wasn't able to really feel um um you know acknowledge how she felt right and so i really appreciate that she was able to say it's okay to feel this way um you know and it's okay to say hey when is it time for me right um because that's her being selfless right. not selfish because right. and you can tell by the fruit of it you can tell when someone is being selfish and someone's being selfless but i do love the fact that when um and that spoke to me because it's like 
um, even when there's times where some somebody may be the black sheep of the family, and you know they feel some type of way, they be bitter, they disrespect the other people in their right. family, or and they just leave. You know, you wonder why they have a bad attitude, and it's because there's um, you know no communication, right? Or or they say like whatever happens in the family stays in the family. You know the pride, right? And um, and I give a big respect to that character because she stayed. Yeah. She and could have left. She could have left. She could have, you know, um, she could have become mean. Right. Or, but she, she, she right. was not. She was kindness. Right. And she, she encouraged everybody in their gifts. She like, sure did. She could have been like, you a heifer mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not, I'm done with you. Right. Like, but she was, you know, yeah, like you said, she was very kind and like, just, that was, and like, that was also a reflection to her family like they knew that about her they knew that she was going to be there to support them in whatever way it was even if she didn't feel like i don't know the wording but yes she's still connected um to her people right she didn't disconnect right despite their gifts despite their talent and um with that she learned how to talk right she learned how to communicate in a healthy way and um and and you know speak to people and um that made people be open up to her that's true um which yeah i mean can't really tell yeah i know it's kind of hard to like do a movie takeaway and not tell the movie right how are we gonna not tell the movie but it's so good and you guys should watch it and i felt very i I think watching that and west side story i think i felt a lot of pride Mm -hmm. for my culture um Mm -hmm. because I am Mexican and so just seeing like this family who's in Colombia and seeing the Puerto Ricans and just like giving me that sense of pride and that sense of like yo family like even not not just like Hispanic pride but like family and the sense of belonging the sense of being together even if like you know our families look different right now and and, you know like this is our family like you and I are family you know and so um yeah yeah, I definitely can say um, with West Side Story too, um, just transitioning to West Side Story, um, that also is a, a you know, um, Hispanic, you know, um, Afro-Latino, like, culture. Oh, look at you, Afro-Latina. Afro-Latino. <laughs> okay, girl. Um, I, and it's just interesting because both, like, their similarities are under the Hispanic <clears throat> um, um, umbrella. And it's just so right. beautiful. It really is. And um, and one thing, one thing I took away from West West Side Story was that, um, you know, that scene <laughs> where um, it was no longer about culture anymore or nationality, oh, yeah. but it, it became a human thing, right? A and sisterhood, a sisterhood of like trying to save like another human. Yeah, I love that that you said human thing, mm-hmm. like a human. It became human nature. It wasn't like... It wasn't about the color. It wasn't about the nationality. It was about being a human. Mm -hmm. And and also, it was about being a woman too. Yeah. You know, having to know like, hey, this doesn't... It doesn't... You know, it's not about the nationality. This movie has been out since 1961. So if you haven't seen it, that's too bad. But... (laughs) Just kidding. But the new one just came out this year. Right. Um, So, you know, we have to tell the story. Right. Um, but yeah, um, so I just thought about that moment where they were in the store and how at first 
these ladies, white, these European ladies, right. you know, was hating on the Afro Latina, and then from there, they realized that the Afro Latina was in danger, mm -hmm. and was tr now to them they didn't see an Afro Latina, right. they didn't see a Puerto Rican, they saw a woman, they right. saw a human being. I feel like they threw that off, like they they're Euro their European coat, and they yeah. were like, no, it's, it's about womanhood, mm -hmm. it's about human nature yes about doing the right thing exactly and when i saw that i saw like for me i was like wow that right there that that turned real quick when someone is in danger when someone's in danger it doesn't matter about the color it doesn't right. matter about you know the color of your skin your nationality right. it, what matters is that yo like if someone was to not switch like that their mindset then something's wrong right <laughs> psychologically right y'all like, need help y'all y'all need jesus again okay <laughs> but yeah so i just that was a big mm. takeaway for me like wow I love that. like just how the love that pure love for another human being just so that way they won't get hurt um and then it's the the storyline it's beautiful oh my goodness I don't know why I waited how long, how many years? Right, forever long. Forever. I think it was 1961, don't quote me, but I, I'm pretty sure it was 1961. But. Yes, so if y'all didn't watch it, like, it's your Yeah, but, I mean, they did a really good job. Like, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are, like, super big on the originals, and mm -hmm. I get that it's important to keep the continuity of the original story, which they did, but I think sometimes you need a modern-day interpretation. Like, yeah. sometimes... It's not easy to connect with 1961 when you were born in 90, whatever. In the, in the 90s. <laughs> in the 90s, you know? Or 2000. True. So, and even, even you know, our generation today, like, 1961 was a really long time ago. So, um, but yeah, it was a really good movie. So, those are our recommendations. You should watch them. Um, I think that's it for today, but we love you. Um, grateful for you. Your takeaway? You didn't, oh! You didn't tell us your takeaway. Oh! For, um, oh my gosh! What was my takeaway from? Oh my gosh! Girl. It's such a beautiful movie. Ah! Oh. oh my gosh! Ah. I think I just. I think it really just reminded me of love, like the factor you said, but like the love that everybody had for each other, and just like willing to the love that goes up above cultural boundaries against uh against the norm because she had her family mm -hmm. the puerto ricans were like no don't don't be with this european guy and then he had his european friends were like no nah, don't don't be with this puerto rican girl um but they couldn't help it like love just brought them together mm -hmm. and i think love is just such a beautiful thing that brings people together and and like we could just picture the love of jesus yeah. it brings us together like that we become that family. We become, you know, you're willing to sacrifice or lay down your life for somebody that you don't even know or, you know, that you, you are in love with because you're like, I love you and I don't want to live another day without you kind of thing. Mm. And, and sometimes that love can be, you know, love is a feeling and it can, it can kind of fade. But love is also a verb and it's an action and it's a noun. Talk and, about it, girl. You know, <clears throat> it's all of those things. And so when love is... When love is the, when love is a noun, it's just like, that's, you know, like we're, we're called to be lovers of God and lovers of people. And so I just thought that was really beautiful. Um, I think 
and I guess I don't think it would be a takeaway, but their fashion was beautiful. We were talking about their the fashion in that movie, and we're like, oh my gosh, their dresses were oh beautiful. Gosh, like wear things like that every day. Every, on a daily? every day we would, because it's beautiful. <sighs> um, but yeah, I think that was my takeaway. Um, did you have anything else that you wanted to add? No, I'm, I'm G O D good. Oh, G O D good. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. We love you. Um, thank. This is quarter before noon. Um, I'm Lizzie, Lizzie Liz Malay, my lovely co-host. Um, if you need anything, hit me up. Um, I'm currently not on the social medias, but uh, if you have my number, hit me up. If you have my email, whatever. Um, but yeah, I love you guys and talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.